0: Hello and welcome to another NCRI Women's Committee podcast episode. In today's episode, we will probe into a haunting chapter of history, the 1988 massacre in Iran, which claimed the lives of 30,000 political prisoners. We'll pay homage to their unwavering courage and explore the quest for justice that continues to this day. August marks the anniversary of this massacre, where the death commissions in prison across Iran carried out a quiet yet hurried genocide. They aim to execute anyone with ties to the Iranian opposition movement, the People's Mujahideen Organization of Iran, PMOI. Indeed, It's a sad reminder of the sacrifices made by brave souls for the ideals of freedom and justice. The clerical regime in Iran committed an unspeakable atrocity in the summer of 1988. The goal of this episode is to remember and amplify the voices of those silenced victims who stood their ground for the cause of freedom.
1: You're absolutely right. The level of brutality during that time is deeply unsettling. The victims were hanged in groups, transported in dump trucks, and buried in unmarked mass graves. Even young girls and pregnant women were not spared. It's a chilling testament to the regime's cruelty. The events of that bloody summer remain a stark reminder of the Iranian regime's complete disregard for human life and dignity. It was a calculated effort to eliminate those who resisted the oppressive regime. The haste with which the regime carried out these executions is shocking The preparations for the massacre started months before, with prisoners being classified and relocated without a clear understanding of their fate.
0: like to focus on the profound impact of the massacre on women. As we reflect on the 1988 massacre, it's important to recognize that women bore a heavy burden during those dark days. Reports indicate that a significant number of women, especially those affiliated with the PMOI, were among the victims of this brutal massacre.
1: Indeed. The massacre began on the 19th of July and reached its peak between the 27th of July and August 16th. This grim event extended for several months. Tragic accounts from different prisons paint a grim picture of the brutality inflicted upon women prisoners. Reports from various prisons indicate that most women's wards saw no survivors. The stories shared by witnesses who managed to survive reveal that many women were executed in the initial wave, and it's heartbreaking to learn that few, if any, survived these executions. A staggering 80% of PMI women imprisoned in Women's War III of Evin Prison were executed by September.
0: The sheer scale of the massacre is truly shocking. The available information about the number and identities of the women who were executed in 1988 is limited, but it's important to acknowledge their sacrifices and the courage they displayed. The fact that the Iranian regime has never provided any information on the victims of the massacre is infuriating and tragic. Many perpetrators remain in positions of power today, and justice
1: has been denied to the victims and their families. This crime against humanity started in the early years of the regime's rule. It reached a peak during the 1988 massacre and has continued to date. Over the past 44 years all the clerical regime's leaders have been involved in crimes against humanity. Therefore, the independent international fact-finding mission formed last year to investigate the execution of protesters during the 2022-2023 protests should also examine the regime's dossier of crimes against humanity. And let's not forget the role of Ibrahim Raisi, the current president of Iran, who was a member of the Death Commission His direct involvement in the massacre cannot be denied and he must be held accountable for his actions. It's a travesty that those responsible for such heinous crimes have not faced justice.
0: The attempt to erase evidence of the 1988 massacre by closing down Qahar prison is deeply concerning. Can you please
1: elaborate on this? Uh, Yes, of course. The Iranian regime has tried over the years to erase the evidence of the 1988 massacre. They've raised the mass graves and built highways and shopping centers on them. They've even tried several times to relocate the cemetery of Baha'is in Tehran to Khawaran Cemetery, where the mass graves of political prisoners massacred in Tehran exist. Now the regime's latest move has been to erase the evidence by destroying the prisons where the massacre took place. In addition to the closure of Ghoradasht, the central prisons in the cities of Mashhad, Zanjan, Tabriz, Kermanshaw, Yazd, and Bijar in Kurdistan province will also be transferred outside the cities.
0: Gohar Prison is a haunting remainder of the past atrocities, isn't it?
1: Yes, true. The history of Gohar is steeped in bloodshed. The prison's name is deeply associated with the 1988 massacre of political prisoners, during which many detainees from the Gohar prison, even those whose sentences had legally ended, were retried and subsequently executed. It's long been one of the most feared political prisons worldwide. During the trial of Hamid Nuri, one of the former Gohadash prison guards in the Stockholm District Court in Sweden, details of the crimes against humanity were revealed by survivors and witnesses of that horrible massacre. Even a model of this prison was prepared which clearly showcased the torture chambers, the death corridor, where prisoners were blindfolded and lined up to wait for their execution, and the execution hall where the victims were hanged in groups. Some people believe that this relocation is an attempt to cover up the evidence of the 1988 massacre during which an estimated 30,000 political prisoners were executed in Iranian prisons.
0: Could you tell us about the call for justice movements and the efforts by the Iranian resistance to seek justice for the victims of the 1988 massacre?
1: Of course. The Iranian resistance has garnered the support of over 3,600 members of parliament from around the world from 40 parliaments, including the majorities of 30 parliaments, in calling for the prosecution of the Iranian regime leaders, all of whom have been involved in 44 years of atrocity against the people of Iran and particularly in the massacre of 30,000 political prisoners in 1988. Notably, some 120 former world leaders, presidents, and prime ministers, including Vice President Mike Pence, have called for the prosecution of Ali Khamenei, Ibrahim Raisi, and Mohsen Ejei, the head of the Mullah's judiciary, and all the officials involved in this massacre, many of whom hold high positions of authority in the regime. The Special Rapporteur for Human Rights in Iran, Professor Javid Rahman, also recently called for the prosecution of the regime leaders and holding them accountable. These people are guilty of genocide and crimes against humanity and must be tried in an international court and held accountable for their crimes. We cannot allow these crimes to be forgotten or overlooked. It's our duty to seek accountability and ensure that such tragic events never happen again.
0: As we wrap up this episode, let's take a moment to reflect on the sacrifices made by those who stood for freedom and justice. Their voices may have been silenced, but their legacy lives on, inspiring us to continue the quest for justice. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast. Let's remember the victims amplify their voices and work together towards a world where justice and human rights prevail. For more information on the 1988 massacre, please visit the website of the NCRI Women's Committee, women.ncr-iran.org. Until next time, let's stand united against impunity and tyranny.